0: It was another disaster of a Thursday night football game, but the Washington Commanders came out on top. We'll talk about Brian Robinson's return, Justin Fields looking just straight up sad, and also the scandal tied to the Washington Commanders with Dan Snyder promising to take people down. If he goes down, they're going down with him. All that and more on the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL, plus our pick six package. We go into our top six picks of the week. It's going to be a fun Friday edition of Locked On NFL. Let's get into it. You are Locked On NFL, your daily NFL podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to the Friday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. I'm Chris Carter. He's your boy Q, and we are breaking it down for you here on the Friday edition. We, of course, are on Locked On NFL. Q is of of Locked On Raiders. I'm Locked On Steelers and we're breaking things down from Thursday Night Football remember you can find this show on Apple Spotify, Google Podcasts and of, Odyssey and of course YouTube. If you like this video please hit the like button on the video and subscribe to the Locked On NFL channel. We have daily episodes as well as so much bonus content that goes out there on every NFL team. We appreciate y'all and we thank you for making us your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for Free at linkedin.com slash locked on Thursday night football was yet again terrible. I feel like this is a deja vu <laughs> statement after watching the Colts Broncos last week. We got Bears Commanders and a 12 7 finish. This is back to back weeks where a team has won by scoring 12 points. That's ridiculous. And I look at this Carson Wentz went 12 of 22 for 99 passing yards. Justin Fields went 14 <laughs> of 27 for 190. I I sat there asking myself, why am I punishing myself by watching this?
1: The NFL's king. We're always going to watch, right? I remember last week watching the the Colts. I almost said the Falcons because of Matt Ryan, but the Colts and uh, the Broncos, and it was such a stinker. And I remember about halfway through the game saying, well, next week's not going to be any better. Well, next week wasn't any better, right? I mean, it just was not a very good game uh, between the Washington Commanders and, of course, the uh, um, the Chicago Bears and Justin Fields. But, again, the NFL's king. It's Thursday night football. It's another week. Week six is is, is all of a sudden officially in the books, and uh, or it's, it's getting started and you know we're, we're paying attention to it so we're gonna watch it no matter what so it, it doesn't have to even be a quality product it's kind of become the norm with these Thursday games but I do think as funny as it is you look at the game I think there was a lot of storylines to take away from it even though it was a terrible game
0: it was a terrible game but let's talk about Brian Robinson this is a guy storyline shot- number one right there boom yeah absolutely and such a feel good story he gets in his first NFL game after you know being in a terrible terrible situation 17 carries 60 yards and a touchdown the uh the only touchdown of the night for Washington such a big moment for him I, I thought that was really awesome to see uh him get a triumphant moment there. Um, And and to see his team get a W off of that, that was really cool.
1: You know, and for those that don't know, I mean, the guy was uh, shot and carjacked uh, 38 days ago. 38 38 days days ago, he was shot carjacked, and now all of a sudden he's back out on the football field, and he's uh, he's scoring a touchdown. So, I mean, the guy is, did some great things while he was at Alabama as a running back. Uh, didn't know what his career was going to be after that carjacking and after that uh, that being shot. You just never know what's going to happen, but hard work pays off. He returned to the, the gridiron and was able to get into the end zone, so what a great moment for him. And yeah, the team got a W. The team still stinks, uh, but they still, they, they got a dub, but uh, more importantly, he got a dub. He was definitely uh, the biggest story line coming out of the game so I was happy for him and you know on the other side of of happy is obviously sad you mentioned it I saw you tweeted out during the game Ooh. seeing Justin Fields look sad is sad and I don't know what they're doing with Justin Fields in Chicago but I'll tell you what letting him play is not one of them
0: yeah I mean it's just ridiculous he just seems like it seems like everything is just going wrong there and, and some of it's on him too you know he, he there was a, he had a touchdown opportunity to his tight end wide open in the end zone and he overthrew him he had an interception that he threw that went right off the helmet of one of the defenders at the line of scrimmage and you know part of that's with him being a shorter quarterback but man you know you you know you, you were talking about how uh you know justin fields he's now been sacked two time two times in, in a game for a for uh, the longest 14 stri- straight streak.
1: games 14, 14 straight. that's ridiculous straight games
0: yep that's ridiculous yep. you can't you can't live that way and no, that's David Carr car status <laughs> you, you, you saw it during the game, when he was on the bench, just like the frustration going through his mind and knowing that, like he just has to weather through these moments yep. and find a way to come down. And then late in the game, they're at the goal line. He throws a pass up to Darnell Mooney. He looks like he's pulling it in, but then he, he bobbles that He's pushed backwards, and then he doesn't get the touchdown. And he and Justin Fields is just sitting there, like, "What did I do to deserve this?" <laughs> right. And it's it's the question that a lot of quarterbacks ask when they go to the Chicago Bears.
1: Well, I'll um, I'll say this when it comes to the Bears and this new regime led by uh, Matt Eberflus is the head coach. To me. And I know Andrew Wetworth said it on the broadcast from Amazon Prime that this doesn't feel like they even want him. Like this is yeah. the res- they're saying, hey, we didn't draft you you're not our quarterback we just got uh we were gifted you and so uh we don't really believe in you so it it feels like that kind of situation I didn't think that was going to be the case with Andrew Whitworth but look we saw what happened with Josh Rosen in Arizona right he was drafted in the first round Cliff Kingsbury gets the job there and that wasn't his guy so he went and moved on from Josh Rosen and ended up going and drafting Kyler Murray number one overall we might see that same effect happen with Justin Fields in Chicago he might not be long for the Windy City yeah that's a
0: crazy situation that he's in right now and again it just you saw it during the game and after the game i mean he just looked defeated like like i like that i don't have a chance to get back like kenny pickett i i saw him for the Steelers lose by 35 points in his opening start and you know after the game and this week he's like you know yeah we're gonna go back out there he was fighting guys at the end of the last game you know but he didn't look defeated even though he was absolutely was defeated in that game but this just looks like justin fields feels like there's no chance that any change is coming and frankly i don't blame him with the way the bears are just run
1: no, I, I agree, you know, and like I said, if the organization doesn't believe in him and this new regime says, hey, you're not our guy, you're their guy, then do him a favor, right? Move on from him. There's plenty of different teams in the league that need quarterbacks, and, you know, maybe you can get something for him right now, but don't, in my opinion, don't handicap the guy. And what I mean by that is don't, Try to open things up, like you said. Some of the some of the issues that he had obviously are on him, but it feels like that they're not even trying to open things up and give him an opportunity. It's like they're trying to uh, treat him with kid gloves, and he's not you know a guy that you need to treat with kid gloves. He's a very talented dude. He just has to give be given an opportunity to go out there and show that. Now, if he if he gets it done while he's out there, great. If he doesn't, then he proves that he's not the guy. Fine, but you know you got to give him a chance. You got the job, and I, I would assume that. During the, the interview process, when Matt Ibraflus is being uh, interviewed, it's like, what, do you, what are your thoughts on Justin Fields? What do you think about the quarterback who's there? Do you think you could work with him? I would find it hard to believe that, him, that he said, yeah, I don't know. We're just going to you know, go out there and put some handcuffs on him and watch him fail and then try to move on from him. Like, I'm sure he probably has some kind of plan for him. We just haven't seen it, so I, I just think that it's time to take the handcuffs off them, let them play. If you're not going to let them play, move on from them, and, and just but be honest with the situation. Be the honest. Be honest with yourself. It just doesn't look like that. That's the case. It doesn't look like that's the case.
0: It looks like the Bears missed on another quarterback pick. We'll see uh, where where that goes. But the the big story of the of the end of the week wasn't this game. It no. was tied to the Washington Commanders, and it's that Dan St- Snyder reportedly is saying basically, if I'm going down, a bunch of people are going down with me. We'll talk about that story that when it came out through ESPN. It's a crazy bombshell type of story and one that pokes at a lot of possibilities for what could be happening moving forward in the NFL. So that's going to be what we do in in segment two. Stay tuned for that because it is, uh, it, it is a big story there. But first, we got to talk to you guys about our sponsors at LinkedIn now at linkedin you know it's the number one place that people go to when they're when they're trying to look for jobs and if you're an employer it's the number one place you can go to to find the people for your, your your small business create a free job post and minutes on linkedin jobs to reach out to your network and beyond on the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your linkedin profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can can help you find the right people to hire simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one, delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates that you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free at LinkedIn, the number one place to find new jobs and new employees back here on locked on nfl i'm chris carter he's your boy q we're breaking things down q we got to get to this dan snyder story man yeah. because and, and i gotta say you this was something that you saw coming oh yeah that you saw at least happening in the background we're not you not like you called that this was going to happen on this friday or anything like that but you know, you were you were there. You run the Raider Nation radio network. You were there covering John Gruden's you know departure and how that went out. And you felt like, man, this is straight out of Dan Snyder's playbook. Yep. And now report from ESPN is basically that he feels that if, if the NFL owners are going to try to vote him out, which would be within their right to do so, that he will take them down with, with, with him is that he has he has hired this report says that he has hired private investigators that have dug into a lot of different owners and could expose a lot of things out there and this is like this is kind of like the nuclear option in this situation Dan Snyder's not playing around and it seems like hey it he's he's kind of been at odds with Jerry Jones which if you're at odds with Jerry Jones that's going to be a big push push for the, for the NFL owners to try to get get you
1: out but he's saying hey if I'm going out I'm not going out quietly no not at all and that's the thing man and and this is something that I actually kind of expected uh, all along and when the whole John Gruden issue issue rolled out and not that it was it was correct not that anything he did was good i mean he deserved everything he got because what he did was wrong but When that all trickled out and all these emails anonymously got out there, uh, I had no doubt that it was coming out of D.C., right? And so with this report from ESPN, it just furthers my belief that everything that happened to John Gruden came from D.C., and I like to call that a warning shot. Going back to your point yeah. of uh, Dan Snyder has uh, dirt on all the owners. I think that all the owners he was getting a you know a little sense that they were going to try to vote him out because well he's a scumbag and he shouldn't be uh, an owner of an NFL team. We've seen all the different reports they've have all kind of different scandals going on from the inside of the organization with women to uh, you know cheating out money on from fans and other owners. I mean just everything. Dan Snyder is just a bad dude. Like we all know he's not a good dude. So I think that he probably got wind that the owners were going to try to vote him out and he was like oh no oh no you don't i'm not going down without a fight i got something on all y'all and in this report says he's hired private investigators to dig up dirt on everyone including the commissioner roger goodell and so i'm sure when they called his bluff he probably said oh okay let me show you, I got a warning <laughs> shot, just like when you're at the club or you're at you know some spot, maybe you're out, I don't know, out and about in the streets and some guys start popping off and talking some trash and they want to know they want you to know that they're strapped. What do they do? They fire a couple warning shots off in the air. You know what those warning shots were? John Gruden's emails. You know what happened a couple days later? Gruden was out of there. And I bet you he said, "Now, how you like me now?" right? And I mean, without, without coming out saying, "I did that because he's denied it, and he's denied in this report as well, but I have no doubt that those were warning shots from uh, Dan Snyder. I'm sure he's got dirt on everyone, but you hit it on the head. He's pissed off Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones turned 80 on Thursday. Um, he's, he's one of those guys that he makes, the, he makes the world go round in the NFL, right? I mean, he's the reason why the Raiders have a stadium in Vegas, right? A lot of folks don't know that, but Jerry Jones rubber-stamped it. It's good to go. Robert mm. Kraft, he carries weight like that too, but nobody carries more weight than Jerry Jones. So now that Jerry's pissed off, old Jerry, old Jerry, hey, Dan, Hey, Dan, me and you got to talk, Dan. You know, now that that Jerry is pissed off, now some stuff's going to happen. I'm just interested to see how many heads roll with that because I have an idea that the lower-level owners, the ones that may not be as caked up as a Jerry Jones, as a Robert Kraft, as an Arthur Smith, you know, as some of these owners around the league that are really super caked up, they might all of a sudden be in some trouble and they might be panicking. They might be hitting the panic button right now knowing that Dan Snyder probably has got a lot of dirt on him.
0: One thing that was interesting about the the article was that in the article, it quotes Dan Snyder, Snyder and him talking to an associate of his saying that the NFL is a mafia and all the owners hate each other. And an anonymous NFL owner in the NFL said, that's not true. All the owners just hate Dan. <laughs> and, you know, it's I think it's beyond anything pers- it personal. It's also, this guy has brought nothing but scandal yeah. and just nonsense.
1: He's not even to allowed to be a part of the day-to-day ownership Part of the deal. Like, in, I mean, his, right. it's in his wife's name. Like, how do they do that? How do they? I mean, it's seriously. Like, weird. how do you? Come on. Are you serious? Right? Like, if I get in some big trouble and they say, well, Q, you can't be involved in that, but your wife can. Okay, fine. She's involved. So you know what that means? I'm involved. Right? I mean, what kind of no sense does that make? So that, and we've said it on this show how many times? The dude is like a Teflon Don. Why? Because he's got dirt on everybody including Roger Goodell, according to this report.
0: And and this is the thing is that in this report is that he's basically telling people they can't mess with me. And I, and I'm, I'm, I'm cutting out some expletives there. Um, you know, but the, this is—he feels untouchable, and it makes sense because I've thought so many times with the whole, you know, the island that they were that him and other him and other people were taking women to, right. and the things were happening there, and reports were coming out, and then nothing was happening by by, you know, you know, there was the whole push. It, it it took forever for them just to be forced to change their name. That, right. Remember that was such a big deal, and he he was gonna die on that hill before that 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 changed, and now. The, the the quotes that are being pulled from this story is that he's quote behaving like a mad dog cornered and Dan Snyder. I mean, this is this is very interesting. If he has this kind of dirt on all the different owners, you have to wonder, you know, we've seen things poke out. Like we've seen, you know, Bob Kraft with that massage parlor. And, you know, it was, and then how all those people that ran the massage parlor were bad, but not Rob Kraft. Right. He was Fine right. and yep. innocent and all of that. That's what came out of that. No punishments came his way for being part of uh, being part of that that trafficking scandal. But this is where you know you you think like man, if Dan Snyder knows. And the other thing is that like you know at this island that he was having, who was going to the island? He could expose a lot of people that oh, were part yeah. of that yep. at different uh, at different times. I, there's no doubt in my mind that this guy could 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 bring down a lot of people that have that have been involved. And you're right. There's there's a lot of shadiness with how the the Washington commanders are run and the thing is now though you're at a standstill and somebody has to lose I don't yep. think that there's there's a way for it just to be like everyone puts their guns away and they go home and everyone's right. happy it's a standoff Dan Snyder is is going to either face something he's gonna face something and if he doesn't face something the NFL owners are and if the NFL owners don't do anything about it then it's gonna be it's gonna be known like yo this guy's holding y'all hostage right like so now it's a matter of how can they protect themselves it's just an interesting war like a cold war that's happening between billionaires that we're all just sitting around and watching and just being like who's going to avoid the PR battle or who's going to avoid the PR losses in this situation because Dan Snyder's like listen I I make money hand over fist here baby like I'm I'm not giving this up for nothing. If you're going to take this, you going to take it from my cold, dead hands. That's, right. that's, that's that's like the kind of approach he's taking right now.
1: Yeah, no, he is. And, I mean, honestly, if, if he goes down, as he mentioned, or as it was mentioned in the piece, like he's going to take some folks with him, right? Everyone's not going to be able to avoid it. So that's the that's the question that these owners have to ask. Is it worth it? you know, taking others down that might not be the bad guys where it's just Dan Snyder. So that's why uh, I'm very interested to see how this shakes out. I do believe it's going to get worse before it gets better, um, and I'm not sure, uh, you know, how much validity there there is to this, but, you know, the folks that did this uh, report for ESPN, Seth, Seth uh, Wickersham and, and, and company, they do a fantastic job. So I know they didn't just grab a bunch of stuff and throw it against the wall and hope it sticks. So where there's smoke there's fire, there's definitely a lot of smoke burning out of D.C. right now. So it's basically like uh, stay tuned because – there's going to be something else coming down the pipeline sooner rather than later.
0: It's just, it's, it's, it's wild to me to see this, this is, this is happening and that we're starting to get this, this to come out because also like the thing is about this, that the NFL has issued like warnings. Like if anyone leaks anything like this kind of stuff out, There will be sanctions. There will be fines. There will be penalties. There will be all these things, and people are doing it anyways. Like they're just like, you know what? No, we're leaking this. Like we're we're giving this this information out. I think there's a bit of attention because people do want this guy to go down. Not only is he a terrible person, but like his team has been bad forever. They, They 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 what do they contribute? Starts at the top, brother. Starts at the top. Exactly, and it certainly does. You know, I've heard my insider things about about how that organization runs and is run, and I'm just like, you know, it's a it's a disaster. It's just craziness. It's just throwing money around that doesn't get accounted for. That just that just yeah you know, ends up getting spent on things that don't help the team. And I mean, they they've had top picks time and time again. Yep. They they've felt like this is the time to turn things around. It's just it's never going to get off the ground with that guy and. You know, I, I know that the NFL is sitting there like, you know what? There's a lot of, per, you know, perennially bad teams. Like it's not like that, but if you're a perennially bad team and you're caught up in all this scandal, right. it's like, why should we protect you? Especially when you're coming out and you're trying to threaten us for our, our, you know, in, in our, in our livelihoods. The, the, I think that that's just gonna be. This is a war. We're not going to see this resolved anytime soon. I think this is going to keep you know being ongoing, but going, but it's going to be really interesting Q, to see who fires the first shot here. That that
1: that's really t- targeting someone. I'll tell you right now. It's I think it's real simple for me, man. I think the good old boys club is about to break up. I believe that the boy band is, is about to break up, right? Because like I said, you can't protect everybody. Somebody's going to end up taking a fall. And I think, you know, we talk about it all the time when it comes to ownership and talks about who's in power, positions of power. And I always say you can't, you know, force people to hire someone that they don't want to hire. The only time that folks are going to hire some other people or give other people opportunities is when the bloodline has changed. When the blood, when the ownership changes hands, I think you're going to see some ownership change hands because something's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen today, tomorrow, or the next day, but it's going to happen. Where in the next, you know, four or five years, we might see a different five or six owners in the league. I mean, just I think it's I think it's that simple, and that's a lot in a five or six year period. Five mm-hmm. or six different that that would be a lot. I can see something like that happening. It could. I can see something happening too, but I have to wonder.
0: Who are these five or six owners, or however many people that he has? If I knew
1: that man, I'd go down to the casino right around the corner and I'd play everything yeah. I could play, and I'd be a well, bazillionaire right now. You well, might be well, doing this the, show by
0: yourself. Well, that that's the thing, Q, is
1: that though, is that when you look
0: at this and you're starting, you're looking at like, are are these crown jewel organizations he's talking about? Are we talking about you know, are we talking about Jerry Jones? Are we talking about Bob Kraft? Are we talking about the Rooneys in Pittsburgh? Like, like you We're know the about top the Raiders. organizations that have, that have about the been franchise. Yeah. What'd you say? Could be talking about the Raiders for all we know, right? Could be talking about the Raiders. And, and again, and here's the thing: is that as much power as this guy have has, man, do not underestimate how much power these people have in money. The things that they have gotten to shut up over the years. Right, exactly. When you work in this business long enough, you hear stories that you're not allowed to repeat. But you're just like you got that information from a source and you're like, whoa, and you're sitting there. I, I've heard stories that I'm not allowed to repeat, but they're just like, man, didn't know that. And you learn about the power that the NFL has to make things go away yep. or at least just not be heard in the way that they didn't want you to hear it. Exactly. So that There's a lot of things. And this is at the highest level because this isn't players they're protecting. This isn't investments they're protecting. Right. They're protecting themselves now. And that's where this could get really ugly really fast. We'll keep you up to date what happens here on the Locked On NFL podcast. I'm sure this is nowhere near the end of this saga and how this plays out. But we got to get you our pick six, our pick six, our top six games of the weekend that we're picking and who we think is going to win. But first, we got to talk to you guys about Bet online Now, y'all know about BetOnline.net. It's the number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's NFL season. We're, we're into week six now. It's going to get crazier and crazy. We got some bye weeks, but now NHL has started up. NBA's here. Major League Baseball's in the playoffs. It's the best time for betting in sports because everything is going at full speed. is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today use your mobile device to learn more of the trends in the action when you visit that online where the game starts back here on the friday edition of the locked on nfl podcast i'm chris carter he's your boy q and we're breaking things down on our pick six our top six games of the weekend that we're seeing hey you know how's this gonna play out for the nfl there's some interesting games here q because you know we got some some really big matchups some divisional matchups we're going to start with a rematch of a super bowl from long ago super bowl 35 when the 2000 ravens beat the beat the giants oh. but the ravens right now these are two different, completely different teams of course you know that was 22 years ago
1: i know but-, but you had to bring up that story that was the game that the ravens uh they got they advanced to the super bowl because tony saragusa belly flopped on top of uh, rich gannon uh, in the oakland coliseum and uh, knocked the raiders out of the out of the run, and then he, they advanced to the, the Super Bowl, and they won. So, thanks.
0: What, what What's what's with the
1: Raiders and, and weird stuff happening to them in the playoffs? I don't know, man. I don't know. It's the curse. It's the curse, it's the cur- man. Y'all did it's, something. It's, it's Dan Snyder has some dirt on somebody. <laughs> Dan Snyder has. <laughs> you got Tony Saragusa flopping on somebody, and you got the the tuck rule messing Ugh. with y'all. That's just crazy. Yeah anyway let's start with Ravens Giants. <laughs> now, I'm, just, I'm just rubbing it in. I'm just enjoying this. I didn't even misery. need to bring it up. That was on me. That was my own fault.
0: <laughs> yes, you That it was on you. But I was going to take advantage of it in the Raider region. Uh, but no anyways, <laughs> the Ravens are five and a half point favorites on betonline.net over the New York Giants. Money line is minus 250 Ravens plus 210 Giants. 45 and a half is the over under here. Q the Giants have started off really well they're four and one one. they've earned that record I'm sorry this is the week they start to turn back into the pumpkin they've been Cinderella they've done and that's not to say they haven't earned their wins right But the Ravens are a better team, and Lamar Jackson's coming to town. It's about to be a Ravens game here.
1: Yeah, I think it is as well. The thing about it, what makes me believe that the Ravens are going to win this game is that last week uh, their defense played a lot better than what they've been playing so far. Their their defense actually showed up, something that they hadn't done really all year long. Their secondary was pretty suspect. Uh, It wasn't a week ago. So Baltimore is starting to look like they're turning that corner, not to mention the Giants are coming from London, right? They played in London last week against Green Bay in the early game, and they didn't get the bye week. They uh, they just played another week, but so they they're not going to hit the buy yet. So I think that they're still a little sluggish. So they'll probably start off a little slow. Where Lamar Jackson will have an opportunity to get on top of them. So I think the Ravens win that one. Uh, I'll I'll yeah I'll roll with Ravens. I'll give you the five and a half points, and uh, I definitely will take that that victory.
0: AFC South showdowns basically a coin flip. You got the Jaguars at the Colts. Colts are favored minus two, but this is the game where the Jaguars shut out the Colts just a few weeks ago. But crazy enough. The Colts have the better record now because they're sitting, I believe it's two, two, and one is, is the official, is the official record here. Like that's crazy to think that they have, they have found a resurgence in in their time. And yes, they've had also had the benefit of playing certain teams. The Jaguars are two and three, but the Colts, of course, they're the home team. So they're getting three points, of course. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, the, the odds makers they're saying that they the Jaguars are the better team, but the Colts get the favorites at home. But this is basically a coin flip for me. Also, the Colts minus 130, Jaguars plus 110 on the money line. It's 42 points the over and the under. Also, I forgot to say with the 45 and a half point uh over and under, I'm taking the under in the Ravens Giants game, <laughs> but I'm taking and I'm also taking the under in this game. Uh, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game. The Jaguars' defense is really good. Uh, they get after the quarterback really well. I think they'll do that again, and the Jaguars will beat the Colts a second time.
1: Think so? I, I, I'm going with the Colts in this one because it's in it's in uh, Indy. Right, if it had been in Jacksonville, I would have definitely rolled with the Jaguars because for some reason the Colts never win when they travel to Jacksonville. They just don't. Uh, So I, I just I feel like that being back at home, uh, Matty Ice and company will find a way to get it done. Uh, I think Gus Bradley's defense is playing pretty stinking good. Uh, You saw what they were able to do. Uh, against the Denver Broncos on Thursday night football. I mean, their defense was really stout. Their offense stunk, but their their defense was really good. So I think the Colts are going to find a way to pull off the victory. It'll be a close game, maybe a three-point victory, but I think they find a way to win. So I'm rolling with India in this one.
0: All of our odds and lines come from betonline.net, your number one source for all your betting stats and sports information. We move on to Bengals Saints.
1: Ooh, you better not go against those Bengals. Yeah, yeah come, we we learned you. our
0: lesson last year. You learned your of- lesson.
1: Yeah, I was. I learned. I was always. You a had bangle. to wear bangle stickers. On I your was face. always a Bengal believer, man. I always you were not. Belie- you literally the bang- made
0: you wear bangle stickers.
1: I did it because I wanted to. I just wanted to show some love.
0: Uh yo, you did it because you lost a bet. No, and I, the thing I, was, I believed in
1: the Bengals the whole time.
0: I lost the reverse bet in saying that there's no way the Bengals will well, lose Well, because
1: you're a dummy. Yeah, I'm. What? You're a dummy. I yeah. told you. I told you about the Bengals. I put you up on game back in the preseason last year. I was like, man, you better watch out for Cincinnati. You did
0: not- we both clown them, and they both. Anyway, anyways, I do anyways, anyways. I'm
1: not. I'm not doing
0: fans I'm not at my back. This Foolishness any longer. The Bengals are one point favorites on the road against the Saints. The money line is minus one thirty. Bengals plus one ten. Saints. The over under is set at forty three. But Q, both of these teams are two and three. Neither have really played really good football consistently yet. This is a game the Bengals should win if they were playing at their best level. They're not and i think oh. that saints defense they're in new orleans they're playing they're playing interestingly i think they're going to get after uh, after joe burrow i think this is going to be a rough week for him so you said don't do it but i'm doing it the saints are going to get the dub
1: Bangle fans. Bangle fans, wow. get on this, man. Get on this, man, Bangle fans. Listen, listen. Flood they, 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 his they Twitter. Get, listen,
0: what they gonna, what they going to say? You lost to the one and four Steelers? Yeah, Flood good job. Flood his
1: Twitter. At Carter Critiques. Flood his Twitter because he is ye of little faith. I believe in the Bengals. I know their offensive line is still a little suspect compared to, well, uh, what, what it should be since they went out and addressed it in the offseason. But I, th- I still like Cincinnati in this one. I think that they – they beat up on the on uh, the Saints. I think that they win by ten. They should I think that they, they win should. by at least ten? So I'm rolling with uh, Cincinnati, and no questions asked. But you
0: know what? I bet on them last year, and they made and they lost. That's because you're had a dummy. Jet, jet stickers. That's because yeah, you're yeah. Dummy.
1: I'm a du- so you're saying I'm a dummy for betting on the Bengals? Well, because you only did it because you were you were rolling with blind faith. You didn't really have any logic behind it. You just did it because they were
0: playing the Jets. Y- they were supposed to beat the Jets. Anyways, nope, uh, nope, nope. No, I'm not it's, doing this. It's, no. it's your it's your fault, man. We're, mo- we're moving on. Okay. We're moving on. You're, right. you're, you are becoming a distraction, sir. <laughs> All right. NFC West showdown. Cardinals are two and a half favorites against the, 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 against the Seahawks. The Seahawks are at, are at home, and the money line is minus 145 Cardinals plus 125 Seahawks. The over-under is at 50 and a half. Also, I forgot to say I'm picking the over for Bengals Saints actually there. I think there's going to be a little bit more points scored, but I'm taking the under here. Even though the even though Geno Smith can light it up, I think there's some sloppiness in this game. But I picked the Cardinals to come out on top in this one.
1: Let's go, Geno Smith! No, I'm kidding. Oh. I would never say that. There's ne- those <laughs> words I would never say. Let's go, Geno <laughs> Smith. I'm sorry. I know that sounds so disrespectful, but uh, I don't really have a good feel in this game, honestly. I don't believe in the Cardinals, and I sure don't believe in the Seahawks. I definitely don't believe in uh, Geno Smith. I trust Kyler Murray just a little bit, but I don't trust Cliff Kingsbury, where I trust Pete Carroll, right? I mean, so it's like it almost evens out. That's why I guess Cardinals are two-and-a-half-point favorites in Seattle. Like, when's the last time that that happened, right? In recent history, you go to Seattle, and you're a favorite? Nah, it doesn't really happen that often. So I'm going to roll with the Cardinals in this one just because I trust Geno Smith a lot less than I trust Kyler Murray. But, man, this is one of those that at the end of the day, if they say, you know, so-and-so team won by, you know, a field goal, I'd be like, yeah, of course they did. I I don't have a good, a good gut feeling. I'm just going to go with the Cardinals in this one. This is the game of the
0: week that everyone's been talking about for a month, basically. They're okay. just waiting for this game after the way that the AFC Divisional Round played out with the, the Chiefs needing 13 seconds to drive down the field, get a field goal. They did that, and then they won in overtime with the coin flip. But the Bills are coming to town. Both teams are 4-1. and one. And BetOnline.net, your number, one, your number one spot for all your betting stats and sports information. They have this game favoring the Bills by 2.5. and, a half. and at Arrowhead. Five, at Arrowhead. Yeah. And the money line is minus minus one forty. Bills plus 120 Chiefs. They have an over-under of 54. Q, I might take the over here. I can see these that two explosive. These are two explosive offenses. They're going to be getting after it. And I think that you know if the whoever gets a lead, the other team is going to just take to the air and it's just going to be just fireworks all game long. But I'm going with the Bills. I think that they're riding high. I think that this uh, – talk to me again in the playoffs when these two teams meet and see where they're at, but I think that the Chiefs have been falling behind. Also, it is crazy that Patrick Mahomes has a winning record in games where he is down by 10 or more points. Right, That is just stupid. But – the Bills are a team that you can't do that against. They will, because they will keep putting up points, and they have a defense to keep you down and to slow you down. I think the Bills get an early lead. The Chiefs will surge back. They'll put up a lot of points, but the Bills will keep their distance and hold on for the for the for the win. Who you got in this one?
1: Um, I'm rolling with the Bills as well. And it's funny, man. Patrick Mahomes is an underdog at home for the first time in his career. Whoa! I mean, think Didn't about that. Didn't even know that. Right? Think about that. How how wild is that, right? I mean, this dude as a starting quarterback has never been an underdog at home, and now he is. Uh, Buffalo, I just I think there's something special about Buffalo. Uh, obviously, both these teams are four and one. Uh, I just think that with the emotional game that the Chiefs just came off of Monday Night Football against the Raiders, when they they you know went to the the brinks, that was a fantastic game. Uh, they came out with a 30-29 victory. I think that you know they may have a little bit of a, I don't want to say letdown, but just Maybe they're not as, as amped and juiced, not that the Bills are, don't deserve that amped and juice, but it's hard to keep firing back up, firing back up, right, coming off a short week. So I just think Buffalo has a little bit more of an advantage here, and, uh, you know, they're a hell of a team. So, yeah, I'm rolling with Buffalo. I think they get it done by seven.
0: The last game of our pick six here, it's a big-time NFC East showdown. Who would have thought this is the best division in football? But you've got the 5-0 and Eagles and the 4-1 and Cowboys. Eagles at home in Philly. They are six-and-a-half-point favorites, according to betonline.net. The money line is minus 260, Eagles plus 220, Cowboys with the over-under set at 42. These are two defenses that have really gotten after it this year, Q. I think you can see some really talented football play, but I'm going with the Eagles. They got Jalen Hurts. They got a better offense right now, and the the, the Cowboys' offense has stayed afloat. They yep. have done the job to, to, to survive not having Dak Prescott. But you're not going to the, the Eagles are too complete of a team right now in my mind for the Cowboys to pull that off in this time. If this was in Dallas, if this was in Jerry World, yeah. maybe they might they might have a chance. But in Philly, those people are crazy. And listen, I'm a person who went to, I went to Chain University, the first HBCU out there. We're out there. We're out there by Philly. Anytime these two teams played, I made sure I went to the biggest part of campus where there would be people meeting up to watch. I just made some popcorn. I got a nice nice cold beverage, and I just watched the insanity. It wasn't the game that I was watching. It was the fans because (laughs) Eagles and Cowboys fans hate each other more than anybody that I've seen. And I'm a guy that's – I'm Pittsburgh – I've seen, I've seen Steelers-Ravens, that carnage. You know, my, my parents told me about, about Steelers-Raiders back in the day and how evil that was. Eagles, Cowboys, the things that are said about each other's mothers, the things that happen in, in, in front of you, the fighting, it's for real. These teams hate each other. These fans hate each other. It's going to get ugly, but I'm going with the Eagles.
1: Yeah, this is a tough one, man. I had to look at two different elements here. Well, actually three. Who's got the better defense? They're both yes. really good. Uh, who's got the better running game? They're both really good. Yep. Who's got the better coach? And they're both kind of mm. suspect at times, right? So then I had to boil it down to, all right, who's got the better quarterback? And I think Jalen Hurts is the better quarterback. Absolutely. Right? I think he's the better quarterback. And I think he's the better quarterback, and this is going to sound weird, think he's a better quarterback even when Dak Prescott's in there. Ooh. I think he's worked that hard in the offseason. He's really That's improved. That's a good take. He has really improved, so I think he's the better quarterback. Not to mention, when Dak's in there, the Cowboys play differently. They yeah, they, play, do. they don't play the way that they're playing right now. Right now, they're playing winning ball. But when Dak's in there, they play a different style. So I'm going to roll Philly in this one as well. Uh, the only thing that Philly has going against them is that they're 5-0. And what I mean by that is I don't believe any team's going to go undefeated. So no. at some point that bubble's got to burst. Uh, and Eagle fans hope it's not this week. It's going to be a Sunday night football game. At least it'll be a fun way to end the weekend uh, before Monday night football. So, yeah, I'm going to roll Philly in this one and see how it goes down. But a very interesting take, game, NFC East.
0: Do you take the six and a half points that the Eagles are favored by?
1: Um. Ooh, yeah. I don't. I think this is going to go down to the wire. I can see the Eagles winning by three. Uh... Hell, I don't care. I'm gonna roll with the Eagles, and I'm gonna roll with the. I'm gonna say they're gonna win by about seven. So yeah, you you can you can have the points. I I still think the Eagles will get the dub. Well, there you have it.
0: There's our pick six. We had Eagle. We had Cowboys, Eagles, Bills, Chiefs, Cardinals, Seahawks, Bengals, Saints, Jaguars, Colts, and. Ravens, Giants, all big games this weekend. Find all the line, the lines, the odds, the ends, the scores, everything you need at betonline.net, your number one your number one place for sports gambling and, and and trends and information.
1: Thanks, Q, for being such a great co-host, as always. Appreciate you, man. Let people know who can find you, follow you, and get more of your work. Oh, everything's on Twitter, man. Locked on Raiders, locked on bets, locked on NFL, everything I tweet out a link to, at your boy Q254. Again, at your boy Q254. It's like a GPS. You can always find me. How about you? I'm Chris Carter. You can tell find Bangle me on Twitter. Tell Bengal fans, tell Bengal fans where you're at, because they're gonna come for you.
0: They they come for me every week. The they can beehives. they can keep you know what they they lost to the Steelers. That, that's what they had to deal with. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Carter Critiques. I don't care get who him. you are, get find him, me. Bango Come fans. see me. I'm get here him. every day. But I re- but I host Locked on Steelers as well. Um, so I do that. But I also write for the Pittsburgh Post Gazette where we cover Pitt athletics. It's been a wild time with that. They're on a bye week, so that's nice. I get a Saturday off where I can just watch some college football. There's some good college football this weekend, Q. We got some we got some big matchups coming up. Alabama, Tennessee, Michigan, Penn State. I'm excited for that. So it's my I'm glad to have the bye week this week. Covering that, but you can find me there are tw- at Carter Critiques for Twitter and Instagram. And like you can find all of our shows, Locked On Raiders, Locked On Steelers, and Locked On NFL, and Locked On Bets. All of that is on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, YouTube. Like this video if you saw it on YouTube. Subscribe to this YouTube channel to get all the daily episodes here on Locked On NFL. We'll be back on your screens and in your ears next Friday, breaking down what happened on next Thursday night football. We hope that it's somehow <laughs> better than the last two weeks.